All right, thank you so much for welcoming me this morning. And thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to share about our stories, our ministry in Thailand. As Bruce already introduced me, but I will say more about myself. But the language, I say, yeah, it's true that we are exposed to many languages, but, uh, but not very good in all of them. Even in my own language, my dad said my miso is very, very bad when I preach back home. Anyway, even today also, I hope you can listen to me carefully uh, because the only, f- the first time that I used English was when I was in the university. So um, my English, I'm glad that my family are not here because every time I, uh, I speak, they always say, oh, your English, that one is not correct or that one is not right. So in a way, I'm glad that they are not here. So um, as uh, Bruce already introduced herself, so my name is Dema Patuao. So I, as you can see, that the Patuao very maybe hard to pronounce Patuao. So my wife is Carolyn, and then my daughter Grace, and then uh, our son Daniel. So Grace is now at Monash University doing uh, information technology, but Bachelor of Information Technology. Although she wants to join me this morning, but they have a party last night, so she doesn't really want to get up early morning. So. Uh, anyway, so we are from Mizoram, uh, which is one of the states in India, in the northeast part of India, uh, just near Burma and Bangladesh. It's a very small state, but we claim that we, Mizo, we uh, are 100% Christian. So uh, uh, the thing is like the Baptist Mission, uh, Missionary Society from England, they came to us and preached the word of God. And within 50 years, uh, we all became Christians. And then we want to give that out ourselves. So at the moment, we said that even the Baptist church, we have about uh, a thousand missionaries that we send out to India and other parts of the world. And then I have seen the, in your target here as well that uh, you have Mazwale and Esther, and then Rima and Bay as well. We are from the same church, uh, Baptist Church of Mizoram. So that's where, uh, who we are. Uh, so I'm, go- I'm not going to uh, say a lot. I- I'm not a good preacher. First thing is I'm not a very good preacher. So I'm going to share something about our ministry, and then we are going to have a reflections about uh, what our main mission theme alongside her. So that's what uh, I want to do uh, today. Uh, anyway, let- let's uh, us look to God in prayer first. Gracious God, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. Thank you so much for this wonderful day that you have given to us. And thank you for this one wonderful opportunity at Pathway that we can share about our ministry together in Thailand. I pray that your Holy Spirit will be with us. And even for this church also, I pray that, Lord, as Jesus asked the beggar, what do you want? And the beggar said, we want to see. So for this church also, I pray that, Lord, they want to see so I pray that, Lord, you will give them vision, vision for the future about their ministry, about their, what they want to do. I pray that your Holy Spirit will open their eyes. So even as we listen to this about our ministry, I pray that, Lord, your Holy Spirit will touch us again. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. So uh, our ministry is up here uh, in the northern part of Thailand. So we are in Thailand uh, 12 years already. Uh, the first time we are in Bangkok. So as Bruce already introduced ourselves, we first we are in, in China. I went there in 2001. 
and then Bruce and Cheryl came to us in 2004. But uh, we didn't really stay very long because Carolyn was pregnant. We are at the hospital in China, and we can't really speak Chinese, and they don't really speak anything English at all. So it was really a hard time for us. Uh, so we are at the hospital. They just turn her around, give her injection, and then we don't know what they said, and we don't know what injection is. My wife is a dentist, so she knew something about medical as well. But anyway, she doesn't know what's going on, whether she's good or whether we are going out or whether uh, we are going to be discharged from the hospital or whether we are going to eat at what time. It's really, really hard. So we say, oh, maybe she needs to go back. So we didn't really stay long that time. I stayed alone. But after that, I went back to India uh, to the Bible College. So anyway, uh, this is uh, Bangkok, and then most of our ministry are here in the northern part of uh, Thailand. So uh, at first we are in Nan province, which is near Laos border, and then after a while they move us down, uh, up to Chiang Rai, which is the northern uh, part of Thailand. So you can see here is Myanmar, and there is Laos, and the Golden Triangle is up here. So that's where we are. And then our ministry is, uh, our teammates, are, uh, our team leader, Muana, here is in Chiang, Chiang Mai, and the other teams are here in Chiang Rai. But mostly we go to Nan and Paiyao among this side. And our focus group is the ethnic Thai, the biggest group in Thailand. I will explain it uh, later. See, as you can see from this, uh, that the population is about 71.6 million, that's uh, in 2021. And then the Buddhists uh, is about 95% of Thailand are Buddhist. And uh, Christianity, we said like Christian, we are less than 2%. And then that less than 2% is also made up by like the uh, hill tribe, Karen or Akha or uh, different ethnic group like ethnic Chinese or other ethnic tribe. So that's what among the ethnic Thai, the biggest group, there's less than 1%. So that's what Baptist Mission Australia, or what we call ourselves in Thailand, ethnic Thai team. We want to focus ourselves to share the good news to those people group. So that's what we are uh, in this. And then we have some uh, Muslim uh, Islam as well in the southern part near Malaysia. They really have a, a big problem down there as well. They want independence and yeah, talking about Buddhism, so we call it uh, Thai folk Buddhism because when we just look at the Thai themselves, they said to be Thai is to be Buddhist. And so they just follow it, uh, maybe uh, weddings, anything, ceremony, they have to do it Thai. But when we look at them deep inside, we can see that animism is very, very uh, deep rooted in their lives. So when you go to the, uh, some place, like you can see big caves, they, th they will just worship that because they think it has a spirit. And then even when they are going to uh, build a new house, they have to build a spirit house because they said they are taking over the, uh, the place. So the spirit needs to live somewhere. So that's even in Bangkok, you can see the, the big hotel, whatever. Also, they always have a, a spirit house. So we can see lots of animism in that. And also, when they've done the ceremony, Hinduism is a very big, big influence in their religion. So even like when uh, they, they have the coronation for the king, uh, the Hindu priests are the ones who really make that coronations uh, complete. So that's how they do it. So 
but Buddhism, so the outer is Buddhism. So that's what they call, some people call it Thai folk Buddhism. Although they said Buddhism, but inside there's lots of animism as well. Even like in big cities, there's some fear about the spirit, fear about something, the dark or whatever. So that's what we are trying to minister to these uh, people. So these are our teams. And uh, yeah, like I said, we mostly in now in Chiang Rai and in the northern part of Thailand. So, um, so what we are trying to do is, uh, because uh, Baptist Mission Australia, we want to be in a place where there's no Christian presence at all. Even in Nan, we don't live in the big city, we live in a village. And that's what we uh, work in, like in their local primary school. This is my wife. Uh, by profession, she's uh, a dentist. I don't know, maybe you have a medical background as well, but she cannot practice her dentistry. Uh, she works in the local primary school as well. That's why we got our visa, and yeah, that's how we can stand. And then, especially if you like stay in the village, then um, that makes you some, uh, so if you say you are a teacher, that makes you like among, among uh, they look you up in the village, so it makes us. Uh, we can engage themselves in their community as well. It is very, very important for us. So we uh, engage ourselves in their daily lives, helping them doing manual works or whatever, so that we can develop that relationship and then we can share about the good news. So even my wives also see every Tuesday, she will help this lady uh, at her um, garden and then she will sell it off again. And then even in their own culture also we are trying to, this is the, they call it the Loikratong, it's like uh, river is very important, they call it Me, Me is like mother, so it's, it's like, so, uh, like Mekong, you know the river name is Mekong, it's Me is uh, mother, so Kong is the river name. So Mekong, so every, every year one of the big festivals is they will make a banana float like this from banana trunk and leaves and then they will float it down the, the river. Although they said like this is uh, to give thanks to the river, but in, some people will say that this is to wash away their sorrows and their sin. And we involve ourselves and we say that Jesus Christ, I, I don't know whether you can see there's a cross up here. So we put a cross there and then we say that uh, the blood of Jesus is the only one that can wash away our sin. So that's how we engage ourselves in their community life. But you just cannot do it like, like this uh, because it's their culture. And then if you don't develop that relationship, you just don't do it. So that's what uh, we need to journey with them in their daily lives as well. And this is Christmas at our place. So I don't know, uh, some of you are, I have seen that uh, maybe you're coming from a different background. So even in China also when we are there, when we ask about people about Christmas, they don't know what is Christmas. They just knew it as a Western festival. So even in Thailand also when they come together, we ask them what Christmas is about. And they discuss among them, oh, it's that that old man's birthday. They don't even know the name of Santa Claus. And some of them will say, oh, it's Santa Claus' birthday. And some of them will say, oh, it's a Western festival. It's a Western New Year. So they don't know what Christmas is about. So we tell them about what Christmas is about and who Jesus is. And we tell them the difference about in religion also because Buddhists, they said every religion is the same. But we said Jesus is different. 
we can tell the difference because in other religion, people are looking for God. But in Christianity, God is looking for us. And he is coming down to tell us the way. For example, I used to say like, I don't know how many of you are in Mizoram, what it is like to live in Mizoram. Maybe you can ask Bruce what it is like to live in, but he don't know, right? Because he never, he was never been in Mizoram. But I know what it's like to live in Mizoram because I am from there. And they just said, he is from there. He came from there. He knows the way. He points us the way. He is the way. That's how we share the gospel to these people in a very simple way. And by God's grace, we have faith group. And then this faith group, uh, we want to develop them because they're coming from a Buddhist background. And uh, it's a big challenge because they have never seen the Bible in their lives before. And then even that, just la last month, last week of the month, we have a, uh, a leadership training. When we said, okay, can you open Genesis? They are leaders. They don't know how to open from Genesis. And we are doing Acts, and they say, okay, open page number 1,471, something like that. Because we, they don't know how to open their Bible as well. So this is very, very, we just start, start from scratch. I think I, I'm right. So it's, we really need your prayer for that. And yeah, we are trying to develop leaders among them so that they can uh, themselves uh, raise among people and then they can lead themselves. That's what we want to do. And so we have, uh, like last, last December, we have some few uh, baptism. There are some who are already few baptism, but I did not show them all. And uh, in their culture, we want to see how the Thai can follow Jesus in their own distinctive way, not how we follow Jesus here in Australia, not how I follow Jesus in India or in Mizoram, because more or less the same, we are the same, the way we worship, we have the singing, we have the leaders, we have, especially in Mizoram, we have the pulpit, and then if you are the preacher, you need a tie and a cord. That's how we do our worship in, in Mizoram. But do they need to do that, or do they need to be like you? No, we say that they can follow Jesus in their own distinctive way. So even here also, we have a Thanksgiving. So they brought together their corns and uh, pumpkins or bananas or whatever they can get from their produce. So we give thanks to God together. That's how we worship God together. And also... Like I said, we walk in a very small rural areas in different village. So sometimes we are just like two or three or four or five. Uh, we are not big in numbers, but we want them to be together. So sometimes we pull them together and then we have church came. I'll show you later. And even this time also we pull them together. So they're coming from different villages so that they can share themselves how their journey in their faith so that they can encourage each other. This is what we want to do. And this is how our uh, worship is like. Uh, we just met together uh, and then you know, do the Bible study like this. And sometimes we just sit on the floor. Because when you look at the Thai society, when they go to the temple, uh, they don't sit like this. They sit on the floor. And then so when we do the Bible study also, we just sit on the floor and then we do the worship together. And it's not like someone's preaching, so if they don't understand, they can 
ask us again. So this is very important. And also one thing that what we want to do is they, have, they need to decide themselves what they want to do. So we take, we take them to a, a, a traditional Thai church. There's a traditional Thai church as well, exactly like us, same setting, buildings, uh, worship, pianos, guitar, drums, everything. And then we took our people to this place and they said like, no, we want to worship God in our own way like this. So that's what we're still doing it. And then we give them the options that if they want to join a bigger church also, if it is better for them, they can do it. We don't say that don't go to the traditional church. So that's how we want to uh, see that they can follow Jesus in their own way. Yeah, this is how we do it. And also, as you can see that, because for the Thai, to see something is very important. When they go to the temple, uh, the image of Buddha is really, really big. So that's what, even here also, we have this cross, and then we have the Bible in the middle, and then we have the candle. They are very, very important in their culture, especially the candle is also very, very important. So that's what we brought all these elements to their worship and then we have the women's group. Sometimes they meet once a month to encourage each other. And then this is in Chiang Rai, uh, because when we moved from Ban Luang, from Nan uh, to Chiang Rai, we moved in a locality where there's no Christian presence. And in, even in Chiang Rai also, there are some big churches as well. And there's one village, uh, which are Christian village as well. But we live in a, vill in a, in a locality where there's no Christian presence. So we started off with a small group like this. We do our Bible study every week. And then like you see, we, you can see the cross there, the Bible there. And yeah, so that's how we started off. And then this is Paphan. Um, I'll show you later. And this is how we do the Bible study. So this Paphan, see, just uh, last, uh, no, in, on March 24th, she took the baptism. She was very excited. Well, the Thai, because of their philosophy, they say like to go to the middle part. So when you are angry, you don't saw it. When you are happy also, you don't saw it. So their emotion, they try to control it. So they go the middle part. And then even when among our, uh, our believer, when we do baptism also, we don't so much emotions or things like that. They're so different. But with Papan, when... See, we just did finish that even before we go out of the, of the river. She said, oh, I'm a child of God. She was so excited and said a number of times. That really touched me as well. Even when we go out, she was saying again, I'm a child of God. And then even on the car, when we go back, she said a number of times. So that was really, really interesting for us. And then here are some of our faith group leaders who witnessed the baptism. And... See, for us, uh, I, I, I just changed a little bit about what I said this morning. Because for me, when we look at this May mission and ministry, I was just wondering, because in my mind, I, I, I have a difference myself. This is my own interpretation. But we have Glenn and Bruce and some of you are maybe a big the theologians. But for me, I, what I understand is, for us, mission is when we share the gospel to someone who does not know about Jesus or we point them to the directions. But when we do ministry, we are joining with those people who, are, who already knew the gospels, who already gave their life. 
And it's really important. These two things are really, really important. But sometimes we focus ourselves too much in the ministry, those who already know the Gospels, right? But sometimes we do away with the mission. Here, even here in Australia also, I have seen that the churches are shrinking. But I still suppose if we push more ourselves into mission, Maybe our church can grow up again. I don't know. So maybe we need to think about it. So sometimes we want a big buildings. I love your big buildings. I'm not saying anything against it. But for us, this is how we worship God. We just go, this is a shelter. I don't know how you call it in English, but this is just a shelter for people to take rest. So sometimes we just have worship like this. So we don't even have a table to put our cross up here. Uh, and then we do worship together, and then that's how God is working in their lives. So I think we need to think about how we can do mission or ministry together for the future as well. And for our faith group, like I said, it's very important that we want our Thai believer to share the gospel to their friends or families and to their neighbors. One of our problems is because like I said, Mizo, when we heard the, the good news, the, we want to share it to others. We share it to our friends. We send it to our neighbors. We send it to the other village. So we go everywhere. But the Thai, uh, one of our problems is they just keep it to themselves. They don't disturb others. And they don't want to be disturbed as well. So this is one of the challenges. We want to instill that evangelism spirit in them so that they can share the gospel themselves because they can speak their language. They are their own people. They are their family. So if they can do it themselves, that will be really, really great. But uh, even here also, we have a church, uh, church camp. Uh, we invited not only our believer, but those who are not believers, their friends or families, uh, and we share to them about the, the Gospels. And that's how we did We study together the Word of God, and then we invite some of our Thai believers who already are coming from the Buddhist background to share the Word of God. And even here also our church camp, this is our speaker. Uh, he's from a Buddhist background, so that's what he can relate himself to those people. So that's what we are trying to put up all these people together. And so as you can see that that's about uh, a very quick look at about our ministry. And then I came back for, for home, uh, home assignment uh, for three months because I'm not Australian. So uh, the Australian government, they can give us only three months visa. So we need to live within three months, and then during this time, we need to raise our support. So if you can remember us in your prayer about that. So when we talk about mission month, alongside her, I have my, I don't know whether I did the right thing or not, but that these things comes to mind. Although I choose Matthew 20, 25 to uh, 26, but the whole thing, you can see the, uh, the, uh, the story. I'm not going to read everything about it. This is a mother's request in Matthew 20. Uh, 20. It's about a mother's of Zebedee's son. The, uh, in Mark, it says James and John. She is asking about Jesus so that the two sons can sit on the right side and the left side, both of them. So that means up there in that uh, maybe praise or in that uh, higher positions. But when the, the, I'm not going to read all of it, but when these disciples knew about it, 
they are angry, they are indignant, and then this is what Jesus called them together. And he said, like, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Sometimes when we are journeying with people, we want people to recognize us. We want to be up in that uh, position so that people will praise us, so that people will uh, look up to us. But in here, we have seen that Jesus said we must be slave. We must be servant. So this is very clear for us as we look alongside her. So we are serving others. We need to know our situations. How can we serve people? I told you just about now that looking at Thailand also, we have seen that 95% of them are Buddhist and they don't know who the name of Jesus. And I, sometimes it pains me to, to see that even in China or Thailand or whatever, even those who are educated, they don't even know the name of Jesus. Then how can they follow Jesus in that situation if they don't know even the name of Jesus? So we need to know the situation very well. And how about our situation? We know Jesus, and we have the capacity to help other people. Very frankly speaking, coming back to Australia, because our life is so, uh, I'm going to use Thai words, so comfortable. And we can share it to other people as well. So we need to know our situation and their situation as well. And we need to know your position as well, serving others, what you can do. And I don't know, some of you may not be able to go out or some, you may, may be able to just give or maybe pray. I don't know. We need to know our position, what we can do. And also, what we cannot do, we need to know that. Because I said, like, alongside, it's very, very important for us to walk alongside the Holy Spirit. This morning, I shared to you about a story uh, about a Chinese gentleman who became a follower of Jesus. And his testimony was, how did you, when people ask, how did you know Jesus? Said Bruce and Cheryl said to us when we have a Christmas party. I don't know, maybe Bruce and Cheryl may not know him at all. But in a way, when we share that, it's the Holy Spirit because they are not the one who changed that gentleman's heart. They cannot do it. Maybe they don't remember his name anymore. He cannot, they cannot do it. But it is the Holy Spirit that is working in the gentleman's heart. But we are just a part of the tools. So sometimes we, are, we cannot do anything. So when we say about alongside that we need to work with the Holy Spirit, that is very, very important. And most important thing is also we have to know how Jesus served others. Because going to Thailand, living in the rural areas, it's challenging for us. Uh, I came from a very small rural background. And then our teachers always say, oh, you, if you don't study, you are going to work in the farm. You are going to be a farmer. And we are trying to build up that 
positions and I studied, like Bruce said, I had my master's degree, there's opportunity, even my wife is a dentist. We're trying to do that, not to say, not to blow our own trumpet, uh, I think I'm right, I hope you don't understand, but when we live in Thailand, we have to live in the rural areas. There's no internet, and then we have to work in the farm, and then what we dreaded when we are kids, we have to do it again. But what about Jesus? Look at that. Look at his life. He came for us, born as a human beings, live in our own culture, live like us, and share his life among us. That's how he served others. Sometimes we want to be comfortable. I like to be in Australia. To be frank, very frank, uh, I want to have a house in Australia too. Maybe I want to have a permanent residency or maybe have an um, Australian passport rather than the Indian passport. But is it my priority? No. Because there are chances that we can even go back and have our own house back, even in India also. But that's not our priority. Our priority is we have to follow Jesus like him. Where he sent us, where he wants us, we have to be. And then I like a prayer this morning when Glenn prayed. The commandment is not a request, right? The, the, great, the, 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 the commission, the greatest commission is a command. It's not a request. We have to do it. We have to obey it. Even this May mission all month also, I pray that Pathway Baptist will listen to what God is saying to us and God can open our eyes for us. So pray for us, pray for our ministry. Like I said, it's a bit challenging for us. I, I don't really like talking about money, but we come here back here, back here to raise our support team. And then, uh, like I said, we only have three months. The Australian can stay as long as they want, but we already have our uh, return ticket because uh, it's, a, it's a must for applying our, uh, for the immigration department for our visa. So that's what pray for us as a family also during this time. Can, God can uh, bring up supporter for us to go back uh, our, do our ministry again in, in Thailand and also give, give in the sense not only us. There are lots of people who need our, our help. You, we, we talk about Burma. See how people are suffering in Burma. And the news back home is like Manipur, just next to us. They have, there's an ethnic fighting among themselves. They kill women. They cut off their breasts and things like that, rape and everything. So these people are f uh, suffering all over the world. And from here, we're quite peaceful, and, and we can do something for them. We can do it for them. And then go. But I think this is not the right word for me. Come. Right? Come to Thailand and serve with, with us, alongside with us. Because as you can see, our team are shrinking. Even in China also, there's people who cannot go in anymore. But there are places where we can go. For me, to go to China, I said, ah, I don't mind going to China, but I don't want to teach English because I can hardly speak English myself. But that's how God opened the door for us. Even in Thailand also, that's how God opened the door for us. But it's not, but for you, if you speak English, there's always a place for you. And then it's, you don't have to be a good preacher. I'm not a good preacher. Even my Thai is not good. I can do Bible study with them. And it's not perfect. But with 
the Holy Spirit. And if we just share our life to them, then people will know who Jesus is. And then people will know the way. And then partner with people, partner with other people, partner with us, and partner with God in our ministry. So that's how we can build the kingdom of God. May God bless us all.